Good morning. Good morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. My brothers and sisters in Christ, tomorrow, or actually today, really, this evening, with the uh, celebration of the service of forgiveness, the Vesper service of forgiveness, great and holy Lent begins. When we enter great and holy Lent, Sometimes we have this mindset that I want to bring to your attention that is not necessarily wrong, but neither is it totally correct. It's a Western mindset. And it's a question that we ask ourselves, you probably have asked yourself this question before, and you probably discussed it with your friend. And that question, which really has more of a Western mindset than anything else, is this. Are you ready? What are you going to give up for Lent? <laughs> right? What are you going to give up for Lent? Now, there's nothing wrong with that question, right? I don't know about you, but I, I'm hoping that in my journey, I can create, you can consider this kind of like, I can create like a spiritual desert, where I can go out to a spiritual desert. Obviously, we're not monastics, right? But we can create for ourselves a spiritual desert living in the world by giving things up. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, and those of you who know me, know that during Great Lent, I'm going to try to do things to have a peaceful and still heart. Like, for example, not turning on the radio when I get to the car, not listening to the news, creating my spiritual desert. That's what I'm giving up. Some people give up dessert. Right? So there's, you can give up so many different things. But again, that's not a wrong question. It's not a wrong thing. It's not a bad thing. But again, it's not the totality of the answer you need. So this morning, I want to just share with you a brief reflection on fasting and why it's important. I want to make two specific points. The first one is this. In the Old Testament, listen in the Old Testament, there, is many, there are many places in the Old Testament where fasting is mentioned. For example, in the Old Testament book of Jonah, Jonah is said, God goes to Jonah and he says to Jonah, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh and I want you to preach there that the Ninevites may repent and come to me. Now the, the Ninevites were Assyrians, right? They were pagan worshippers. So what does Jonah do? He goes to the Ninevites and he preaches to them the word of God. And listen to scripture now. Listen to what the book of Jonah says. And the men of Nineveh believed God. The men of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. They all fasted together. The community of Nineveh fasted as a community. And what did they fast from? They fasted from food. To return back to God. To put away their idol worship. And to reorient their hearts to the Lord. The same is true in the book of Joel. In the Old Testament book of Joel. For the people of Israel to return back to God... What does the prophet say, or what does God say to the prophet? Sanctify a fast, 
Call a solemn assembly. Gather all the elders and all the people of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry out fervently to the Lord. Assemble all the people into the house of the Lord your God and cry out fervently to the Lord and consecrate a solemn fast. The point I want to make here, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is that fasting, although we think of fasting as an individual effort, fasting is a communal one. Fasting is done by the entire community. We are all invited, you and I, all of us are invited to walk the journey of fasting. Yes, some may be able to fast more, some may be able to fast less, but we are all invited to do the best we can to fast the ideal to the degree that we are able as a community of faith, not as individuals, okay? As a community of faith. As individuals, as an individual, I, Father Dean, may choose to turn off the radio in my car, to not watch the TV. That's a personal choice. When it comes to fasting from food in the context of great land, our Lord and Savior is directing the people of Israel, and by extension, all of us, to fast as community. Second, fasting isn't about what we give up, it's about rather what we receive. And when we fast, what do we receive? Two beautiful examples, again from the Old Testament. In the book of Exodus, chapters 34 and verses 27, Moses had gone up to the mountain that God had directed him to to get the Ten Commandments, right? And listen to the text here, listen to scripture, it says, Again, the Lord said to Moses, Write these words for yourself, for according to these words, I established a covenant with you and with Israel. So he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. He fasted. God appeared to him. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. So here, Moses fasted in order that he may have a manifestation of God in his life. He fasted, God appeared to him, he wrote the Ten Commandments on the, tab on the tablets. <coughs> Another beautiful example. When Elijah, in Three Kingdoms, or the first book of Kings, if you're using the Protestant translation, Three Kingdoms in the, in the Orthodox Bible, in chapters 19, verses 5 following, we have Elijah, who had just destroyed the pagan temples, right? Jezebel was really upset. Elijah had just destroyed all the, temple, the, uh, the uh, pagan temples. Jezebel, and he killed the, the, the priests of the pagans. He had them killed. Jezebel was really upset, the ruler, right? So she went out to look for Elijah to kill him. And Elijah was afraid. He was running for his life. Listen to the text. Unexpectedly, someone touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then Elijah looked, and there by his head was a cake made of wheat and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And again the angel of the Lord came back a second time, touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is a great many days for you. 
So he arose and ate and drank, and he went with the strength of that food forty days and forty nights, as far as the Mount of Horeb. And there he went into a cave and rested. And in the cave, in the sound of a gentle breeze, he heard the voice of God. So here you have Elijah, fearing for his life, fasting, having a manifestation of God in his life. So we fast, my brothers and sisters Christ, we fast from food in order, like Moses, St. Moses and Elijah, the prophet, in order that we may have a manifestation of God in our life. Now I don't know about you, I can only speak for myself, but I'm telling you, I need that manifestation. Because like Elijah, sometimes I get scared. Like Elijah, sometimes life is not easy. Like Moses, his life certainly wasn't easy when he came off that mountain because he found the people of Israel returning to pagan worship because he was up there for 40 days and they, the people of Israel thought that he had forgotten them and they returned to the pagan worship. Can you imagine? Moses walked into this thing. When we fast, when we receive the power and grace of the Holy Spirit of God, when we fast, something beautiful happens. You know what that is? You and I, we become more, there's one word, I want you to remember it, we become more resilient. We become more resilient because we have the power and grace of God, the power and grace of the Holy Spirit abiding in the depths of our hearts. So we fast in order to receive. Not, we just don't fast as an exercise of giving something up, right? We fast in order to receive. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning as we prepare for the Holy Great Fast to begin, I want to leave you this morning with this thought, and that is this. Remember, fasting never, never stands alone, right? Fasting without prayer, fasting without almsgiving, fasting without forgiving those who have wronged us, Fasting without going to confession is nothing more than a, say it, diet. Fasting without prayer and fasting, fasting without rather without prayer and almsgiving, without forgiving our brothers and sisters in Christ, without repentance, as the gospel makes it clear, is nothing more than a diet. Fasting is a spiritual exercise to reorient our hearts back to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? That we may experience that joy, the blessings of God, the abundance of His mercy, and the feast of the resurrection, which is where we're heading. It's where the fast is directing us to the feast of the resurrection that we will enjoy, friends, for eternity in the presence of our Lord. That is the power of the fast. When we do it corporately, and when we fast in order to receive to the glory of God. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in his care on this day and all.